The countdown has begun. From May 14th to 16th, a thousand global leaders will gather in Doha for the Qatar Economic Forum powered by Bloomberg. Join heads of state, influential ministers and leading CEOs to make new connections, gain unique insights and uncover valuable opportunities in one of the world's most rapidly rising regions. Request your invite for this exclusive event at QatarEconomicForum.com. I think of days as to the death of John Templeton and what surveillance did, and we do this today with Charlie Munger. We had Terry Weissman on, great to have Sam Stovall on, and Doug Cass with his intimate relationship with Berkshire Hathaway. We finished strong with the Howard Marks, chairman of Oak Tree Capital Management, and I must point out, author of not one, two, but three important books on investing of what to do, and just as importantly, Howard, what not to do. Howard, on Charlie uh, Munger, getting the odds on your side. How did Charlie Munger get the odds on his side? Uh, uh, he started off with a brilliant mind and a brilliant partner. He intensively studied the, uh, the financials, the thinking about the long term. He never tried to guess what a, a company or a stock would do in the short term. And he held for many years. Uh, you know, he, he was a great practitioner of sit on your hands, and he did it flawlessly. In the modern day, in the modern media, I remember reading those annual reports, Howard, years ago. There was no financial media. There was no blogging internet. The short-termism we're living it now. What is the lesson of Charlie Munger's long-termism? Well, uh, if you want to hit the long ball, you have to be very patient. And, uh, you know, you, when, the st when the stock moves up the first 20 percent, you can't start taking profits. Uh, Charlie and Warren have held things for decades. Um, and, uh, and the other thing is they were, as, and Charlie always talked about this, uh, you have very few moonshots. Charlie uh, said within the last year that his, most of his wealth came from four decisions. And uh, so, you know, what, what would have happened if he would have started trimming those four decisions early? Uh, he, he certainly would not have accomplished what he did. And I think Warren would say the same thing. Maybe the number four would be a little different with Warren. But, uh, you, know, uh, you know, Warren's famous for having said, put all your eggs in one basket. And I watched the, the basket really closely. And I think that it wasn't one basket, but the idea of concentration and patience uh, coupled with good decisions uh, makes for a great success. You know, uh, a concentration and patience uh, uh, don't, don't accomplish anything if you, if you can't make uh, above average investment decisions. But putting it all together is the formula for success. Howard, you wrote in some of your thoughts about Charlie Munger that he had very definite opinions in particular regarding the investment management industry. He viewed the industry with considerable skepticism. And while a member of it, I found myself in agreement with him more often than not. What exactly are you talking about in particular? You know, um, I think both uh, Charlie and Warren felt that our industry uh, uh, Relatively few members of it uh, made substantial contributions to their clients' wealth. Um, many more members of, were well paid. Um, he, he, he was always one who, who questioned incentives. He says, you give me incentive, an incentive, I'll tell you the behavior. And, um, and uh, I, I think that 
you know, I think that Warren and Charlie uh, viewed their operation. They, in fact, Warren said in quotes, "Not a partnership, uh, not a corporation of partnership," and they considered their their the people they manage money for their shareholders to be their partners, and they considered themselves to be working for their partners, and not themselves. And their own wealth and and success was a byproduct of working of doing great work for the partners. So. Uh, you know, I I uh, I like to put my same self in the same boat. Uh, those, those sentiments appeal to me greatly, and I've tried to follow that. How difficult has it been uh, to sort of to adapt the strategy to different eras? When you had conversations with Charlie Munger, there are questions around tech and how that changed the investment thesis. How did they think about the changing concept of what a wonderful company looked like and what fair value was? Um, you know, you, uh, on the one hand, you have to evolve with the times. On the other hand, uh, you know, they never went uh, full bore into the tech sector. Uh, you know, they're, they're famous for having made a lot of money with Apple. But, you know, most tech, uh, the way they said it, they put it on the too hard pile. And uh, the, if you have, uh, if you understand that your success will come from a small number of holdings. But that means you don't need 20, right. 30, 30, 50, 60. You don't need to ex ex exploit all the sectors. You just have to find a few right. great ones. Uh, of course, on the other hand, uh, you know, Tom said that we're, you know, we're in a new era with all the communications we have. Part of what that means is that uh, the world is a more interconnected, intelligent place. Uh, you know, back 50 years ago, we used to be able to exploit things nobody else knew. Today, there's very right. little uh, information that doesn't make its way speedily around the world. Howard, help us with one final question here to the management, the future management of Berkshire Hathaway. They have a from COVID buildup of cash of $412 billion out to half a trillion dollars, $525 trillion. You and everybody else out there is living with explosive money market fund growth. You know the story in, in that. Forward here for Berkshire Hathaway, what's the best use of their in our money? Mounds of cash. You know, uh, the people who uh, run Berkshire today and will run it tomorrow understand the limitations of size. Uh, uh, all things being equal, uh, size makes it harder to outperform. Uh, they have the best probability of outperforming of any company their size, but their size will matter. And. Uh, you know, one of my professors at University of Chicago, uh, I asked him after afterwards, uh, how would you manage a big fund? He'd say, I, I would index the core and manage the hell out of the periphery. And uh, I would imagine that at their size, they'll have to move in the direction of something like that, although they will not give up on our performance. Howard Marks, thank you with Oak Tree Capital well, Management in remembrance of Charlie uh, Munger. Uh, the countdown has begun. From May 14th to 16th, a thousand global leaders will gather in Doha for the Carter Economic Forum powered by Bloomberg. Join heads of state, influential ministers and leading CEOs to make new connections, gain unique insights and uncover valuable opportunities in one of the world's most rapidly rising regions. Request your invite for this exclusive event at QatarEconomicForum.com.